Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Owen, and today we're going to discuss the Indianapolis Colts OTAs wrap-up. Everything that's happened over the past couple weeks of OTAs, all three sessions, and it's going to be pretty interesting, right? I I really do want to get into any questions or comments that uh, a lot of you fans and listeners out there have. Obviously, we're doing this live, right? We're doing this live here on YouTube, so I will be getting to the live chat as well. But first and foremost, I really, I got to say, I got to I gotta get this in here as quickly as I can. Bet Online is your number one source for all your championship finals, info, stats, news, and scores. Bet Online is your sports intel headquarters this season as we have you covered for all of your insider wager needs from basketball and hockey, MLB, UFC, and boxing. Get the latest odds and lines and the latest matchup reports for this year's NBA and Stanley Cup Finals. The fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your home. Get into the action today. Head over to the website or use your mobile device and join. Be sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Now, today, today was National Friendship Day, all right? Now, that's a day that I actually enjoy. You know, what? what's better than to have a guy who you could count on all the at all times. And some of the great things that I've seen online from the Indianapolis Colts on National Friendship Day was obviously Gardner Minshew and Anthony Richardson, you know, showing their friendship out there on the field, giving each other high fives. Uh, Minshew, of course, you know, got his hands behind him while, while uh, Richardson's behind him and gives him uh, double fives from behind his back. There was a couple couple of them of them giving each other hugs out there on the field. There was there was one picture. Oh my gosh, one of the pictures that I saw was actually Anthony Richardson jumping up in the air to give a double high five to Gardner Minshew. Gardner didn't jump, and it looked horrible. It looked bad. I mean, his knees was like at Gardner Minshew's chest Gardner's like (laughs) it was it was it was it was pretty hilarious uh but it's good to see these guys really rooting each other on trying to help each other especially Gardner being the guy he is um we've noticed a lot of a lot of pressers out of OTAs over the past you know two weeks um most of them really focused on Anthony Richardson um, and his development, how he looks out there on the field. A lot of other questions uh, about, you know, Gardner Minshew and, you know, how he's running the offense, excuse me, and showing guys how to be a professional, especially Anthony Richardson, right? A lot of questions from from different players, obviously. Um, 
during their pressers, there was questions about Anthony Richardson and Gardner Minshew. Both offensive and defensive players were an- answering questions like this, right? EJ Speed was asked about um, Minshew and, and Anthony Richardson, and and they were just sitting there talking, right? Talking about how the one thing that was big about Anthony Richardson is how that ball comes out of his hands, right? It looks so fluid, so quick. Look at the wrist, and that ball goes anywhere he wants it to go. And Minshew out there just, you know, being a, a fun-loving guy, uh, does things a little bit differently than most NFL quarterback veterans out there. Um, but I I kind of enjoy that, kind of the laid-back situation. Um, another thing that was talked about by Anthony Richardson was his demeanor. They say he's a very quiet, humble guy, actually. He loves to celebrate and get excited, but he's quiet. You know, he does, he's not out there demanding, being a very demanding person out there on the field. Now, there's two ways of going about this. Now, apparently, Andrew Luck was that way. You know, uh, I, I've heard uh, multiple players talk about Andrew Luck's you know, rookie first couple seasons where Andrew was a quiet guy led by example, expected uh, the guys around him to be their best, but was still a very quiet, humble guy. Uh, Apparently, Anthony Richardson has some very similar qualities about him. So let's see what happens. Um, That's something that we could talk about. We could discuss if... um, Do you have any questions about stuff like that? Either, you know, uh, any of the pressers that's came on, feel free, drop them in there. Uh, Obviously, there is questions about guys that ain't out there right now, right? Josh Downs, you know, dealing with his injury. Um, Shaquille Leonard, you know. Uh, Rigoberto Sanchez loved his uh, press conference as well. I thought that was very entertaining. And then, of course, the news of this past week where um, the Indianapolis Colts cornerback, Isaiah Rogers Sr., um, is being investigated for gambling. Feel free, drop comments and questions about that as well. But right now, I have to say, when it comes to um, OTAs, Anthony Richardson has left the Indianapolis Colts, like the organization as a whole, not just coaches, but players, uh, the brass, fans, hopeful, very hopeful. He looks much better than what he was advertised pre-draft by all these NFL draft experts, right? He looks way better. You see him going through footwork drills in these in these uh, video clips coming out of OTAs, and he looks darn good, darn good. It's pretty impressive, all right? Uh, and that's one thing that, you know, a lot of people said that, you know, he needed to work on was his, his footwork. That would help him with his accuracy. And his accuracy doesn't look terrible, right? Uh, sure, there was some some video clips of him making some some nice throws, uh, hitting hitting the little target nets at different intervals on the field, whether short, intermediate, long. There was some where he missed it, maybe a little high or something. 
obviously quarterbacks are not going to hit every target. They're not going to make every throw. Even even if there's not defenders there, I mean, no one can do that. Nobody. All right. Uh, but it's nice to see that Anthony Richardson is out there making throws when need to. Even if the even if he doesn't have pressure, even if there isn't guys out there defending the ball, we're going to see all that during training camp and preseason. All right. He's just working into himself right now, and I'm really excited about that. Right. He's taking gradual steps forward to being the starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. And I absolutely love that. I want to shout out Larry Brown. He says, what's going on, Lawrence? Appreciate you, man. Uh, Donald Shelton says, I wish Downs could have got to work with Richardson more. They need reps together. It'll happen. All right, OTAs will come around. Our OTAs is over with, but you still got training camp. That's a lot of snaps, all right? Then you got the time between now and training camp where the quarterback usually goes out, gets some guys together and throws around with them between now and then. Uh, Look, it's no big deal, all right? Everybody goes through some injuries. This isn't a major injury on downs. They're going to get work together. And it'll it'll happen it's going to happen um donald comes in with a great question on the light of what's going on with uh roger senior says do you think that the indianapolis Colts should go after a vet at cornerback if so who would you like to see them go after i think they need to sit sit tight for a second okay because remember right now is just the initial investigation okay and we do have a lot of youth on this team we need to see where they're sitting at i say if the colts need to go get a vet they'll know probably week two of training camp right about the time that you know pads you know that they replace the shells for actual pads at that point after the first day they can look and see how the the corners are doing and you'll immediately know, hey, do we need another guy, a vet back there, or do or, or do we have some guys that we feel can come in and really fill those positions? Then obviously, like I said, it's still in the investigation process. Nothing's happened yet. The Indianapolis Colts aren't going to release Isaiah Rogers until a, you know, uh, the the NFL completes its investigation and if he is found guilty and they drop a punishment on him, that's when they have to decide, you know, whether they're going to release him or whether or not they're going to, um, you know, keep him on. Who knows? We don't know what's going on yet. The Colts don't know what's going on yet. Um, I say you just kind of have to be a little bit patient. There's guys out there. All right, and there's going to be guys out there a month from now when when training camp starts. There's some guys I don't want. Again, you know, you asked that question about, um, you know, who would you like to see go after? Some guys I don't want to go after, like Marcus Peters. There's some guys who's just, at this point in their career, they're not beneficial to the team. 
right? If Rodgers can't play next year, obviously we need to get somebody, I feel like, but not Peters because he's never on the field. He's been injured the last three seasons. He's barely on the field at all. Um, Let's get into another question. Um, Tony Roberts says, uh, yeah, he looked good. I believe we have a good year. Uh, I believe he's talking about, you know, Anthony Richardson. So hypothetically, D. Lewis, what's up, man? Says, hypothetically, the Colts got moved to a new city. Would you still be a Colts fan or a fan of of, of another team? Well, first off, I don't like thinking about that. I don't see it happening, at least not anytime soon, right? I don't I don't see the Indianapolis Colts moving anytime soon. But I've been a fan of the Indianapolis Colts for 30 years, ever since they came into the league. I'll stay a, a fan of the Colts, even if they get moved. Okay. It, it is what it is. But I don't I don't see them getting moved anytime anytime soon. Not not with, you know, the brand new stadium and 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 Ursay being where he is and stuff like that. So yeah. Appreciate it though. Um Donald Shelton. Difference is Steichen is coaching him up. Not what two or three different OCs in Florida and Richardson's time there. Plus, he didn't have a quarterback's coach in Florida, right? It's not just Steichen. Right. You got Jim Bob Cooter as his OC, and he's got a quarterback coach, and he's got an assistant quarterback coach. He's got an NFL vet who knows the system and knows how to play. He's got guys there. Anthony Richardson has plenty of guys there to help him along the way. Um, Shrelis is set himself up for a bad season for the Indianapolis Colts. He says, this year is going to be painful. Anyone who thinks it won't be is just setting themselves up for even more pain. I don't know. I don't see how the Colts could have a worse than a four-win season like they did last year, okay? Uh, I, I feel like we got a lot new, a lot more new, new people, new fresh look. Um, Defense is still together. All the coaches on the de- the defense looked great outside of the times that, you know, uh, they had to be on the field for too long and the second half shows up and they end up giving up, you know, 33-point lead or something like that. I mean, the Colts during that Vikings game, that was the defense and the special teams that got them that 33-point lead. Colts offense didn't do jack, Right. The defense and special teams did. And then the Colts offense couldn't do, st- continued, could not do anything in the second half. And that's how the Vikings ended up winning that game. Uh, so I still have a lot of faith in the defense. The cornerbacks scare me a little bit, but we'll see how some of these corners, um, these young guys step up. It's their time to step up. They need to step up, right? I'm still got the Colts, even with Isaiah Rogers, even if he doesn't play, I still have the Colts winning a minimum of six games. I say six to nine is where I got the Indianapolis Colts right now. Um, let's, let's get into some more questions. 
Um, <laughs> wants to talk about, Shrelis talks about, you know, the Isaiah Rogers betting. If he's betting on a Colts games, I like him, but he needs to be permanently banned for betting on Colts games. Whether he bet for or against. Uh, if I remember right, Ridley had, I don't know, six bets, and some of them were actually on the Falcons, and he had a one-year suspension. The sad thing is, is this coming right off the Calvin Ridley thing? And Isaiah had 100-plus bets. We don't know for sure the full extent, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, Larry Brown has got a little more hope than Shirelis. He says the Colts aren't going to be as bad as some people talk. Um, again, in that situation, Indianapolis Colts have got opportunities. They've got a lot of talent on this team, but cornerbacks, the cornerback room, that is more of a team thing than an individual thing with Gus Bradley running a lot of zone. Now he could make this a little easier. I believe by going a little bit more man and having the safeties run free zone, right? Especially uh, with Blackman now at strong safety. I didn't like Blackman playing nickel. Uh, at the end of last year, okay, I didn't like it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'll be perfectly honest. I would still prefer to have Kenny Moore being our number one, which he should be, and then having, you know, whoever wins between the rookies and, you know, um, well, to be honest, our second year guy as well. We have a second year. Um, cornerback who was a kick returner last year who was given the green light if you remember right to do kick returns uh right out the back of the end zone and he was making the most of that he was making the most of that uh but yeah secondary is a little bit worrisome i think the offense will be fine because there's no film there's no film on, I mean, yeah, you could go look at the, the Eagles and their offense last year, but that Eagles offense is nothing. You don't have the same guys as the Colts have, right? Quarterbacks are different. The receivers are different. The running backs are different. Different offensive coordinators. Remember, the offensive coordinator is required to script the first two drives of the offense. So that's not going to be Steichen putting together the first two drives of the games. It's going to be Jim Bob Cooter. So that's going to be an interesting situation there, unless Steichen does things a little differently. I know he'll be calling the plays the rest of the game, but I'm curious if Jim Bob will be the guy responsible for, you know, scripting. That'll be a, a something something nice because Jim Bob's been around a while. Um, let's get into some more stuff in here. Uh, do we lose draft picks if a player gets suspended? No, no, we won't lose draft picks. This is a player only situation. Okay. 
If the player gets suspended, he gets suspended. Uh, unless it's found out during the investigation that not only was he found guilty, but someone in the uh, organization was helping him do it or was okaying it or something like that, then that could lead to something bad. That could lead to a, a fine and a loss of draft picks and things of that nature. But that that's what would have to happen. It would have to be, you know, the Colts knew about it and or endorsed and or helped in him making bets. Um, so <laughs> all right. Um, yes, Donald, the secondary for the Indianapolis Colts defense is going to have to step up as a whole. They're going to have to step. last year. They played fan freaking tastic. I think the secondary played great, especially in the first half of games. Now, when you're running and running and running and running and making plays and making plays and making plays, afterwards you get a little bit tired. I understand how the defense could fall off. The addition of Darius Leonard will help a ton because he's a turnover machine. That'll help keep the Colts' defense off the field a little bit more, right? You're looking anywhere between 12 and 15 turnovers a year that you're missing with Darius Leonard, Darius Shaquille Leonard being out. Well, that's almost a turnover a game, right? Between forced fumbles and, and interceptions. I mean, come on. So that, that'll help out a ton. But, I mean, we did lose Stephon Gilmore. Uh, good possibility we lose Isaiah Rogers, you know. I mean, we lost Rodney McLeod. There was some really good talent that we've already lost and possibly will continue to lose, depending upon what happens uh, with this whole gambling situation but we'll see what happens man we'll see what happens um yeah that was dallas flowers yeah um i don't think everything is on steichen tony i don't think everything is on steichen he brought an offensive group together and kept reggie wayne right We need to see Tony Sperano Jr. We need to see serious improvement across the offensive line. We need to see Reggie Wayne and these wide receivers step up. Uh, quarterbacks coach, very important situation there as well. Plus Steichen and the OC. I mean, it's 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 on the whole team. It's not just one guy, right? Even just the head coach, we need the whole team. Uh, there's a lot of big questions. Uh, there's a lot of stuff coming out um, where people talk about Jonathan Taylor, right? Larry talks about he sees Jonathan Taylor getting signed soon, right? Due for an extension. Him and Michael Pittman Jr., both up for extensions right now. Now, we can talk about that. I don't know if Jonathan Taylor is going to get extended right away this year. Right now, it's what, about $10.5 million to, to franchise tag him? It would be 
what a little over 20 million to franchise tag Michael Pittman Jr. Um, I would say we should probably try to get Michael Pittman Jr. signed first. I, I do want to keep Jonathan Taylor, and if he's willing to make a, a sign uh, somewhere in the 12 to 13 million dollars a year range, that's about as max as I could go. Um, he's more of a $15 million a year. So he would be taking a bit of a hometown discount to sign a 12 to $13 million a year contract, but we'll see if that works out. I, I think Michael Pittman Jr. Needs to be signed first though. Uh, and I don't see Michael Pittman Jr. Making over 20 million a year. That's what his, um, expectations are right now around 20 million and I see more of a 17 because that's about where he's played about 17 million a year some of you might look at 17 million and go wow that's a lot of money for a number two wide receiver well first off he's been the number one guy for the Colts um and he's been dealing with a different quarterback every year right in a situation that's not been good for him and two, $17 million is not a lot of money in today's NFL. There's, I think, 20 players that make more than $17 million at, at wide receiver in the NFL, 20 or more. I mean, come on, right? You got guys, I think you got 10 guys that make 22 or more. I think there's 10 wide receivers that make 22 or more million a year at wide receiver. I think. If we can get him for 17, I'd be good with that. I'd be good with that. At least that's that's my thought process. Um, but we'll see what we'll see how that works out. Um I think there's a few things that we can discuss still left on the board. Uh, coming out of OTAs, because this is basically, you know, remember, this is a, a an OTA wrap-up episode. So if you have any questions or comments, you, you've seen some of the pressers, uh, want to say something about something that you saw or heard, I, get, I do get a little frustrated with media when they know they're not going to get answers for a specific question, yet they still ask the same question. Like, obviously, I know, I know that the gambling thing is the big hit right now. But you know you're not going to get any answers. Not The coach comes out and says, this is what I'm going to say about the gambling situation. I'm not going to say anything else about it. Then there's four or five questions about the gambling situation right afterwards. And, you know, they're not getting blood out of a terminate because he's already said he ain't going to answer questions about it. So what do they do after that? Players come out. They start hammering the players about the questions. You're not going to get much out of them either. You know, there is no doubt in my mind. If Steichen is saying he's not answering questions, he's told the players, uh, keep your lips sealed, right? I mean, that's common sense. And as soon as a player answers a question about that situation in a bland, vanilla way, Go to your next question. 
you you see someone over there that, that already asked that, a question about that, and you know, and you see the response and the reaction from the player, and you know in your head, you know they've been told you can't answer these. Don't waste the question about something you know you're going to get a vanilla answer to. Go ask them a question that people want to know about, all right, that that you know is going to get some something out of more than, uh, yeah, um, we're told about don't gamble, uh, so I don't, and that's all I got to say about that. You know, I mean, come on, guys. That's just, that's my thought process on it. You know, once I realize that I'm going straight to the next question that has nothing, nothing to do with that because I want some material to come out of it. Right. I need some content. That's, that's what my job is about. Even the the media guys, that's their job is to get content for whatever media they work for whether it's national, local, you know, blogging, I I don't, whatever, or you're just me. I don't want a 15-minute video on YouTube that the Colts post out that should have been 15-minute. It was five minutes because it was five questions basically asking the same stinking question that, you know, well, you know, we met the quota of 10 questions uh, for this player, but half of those questions were, I'm not going to answer that. I'm, I'm just here so I don't get, you know, fined. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <you know, laughs> come on, guys. We need some content. Um, uh, let's, let's get into here. Let's get into the questions. Um, let's talk in here. How do you feel about the depth at corner if Rodgers is suspended for a year? Scott S. I don't know yet because they're so young, right? Outside of Kenny Moore, the Kenny Moore, you got a guy who has what a hundred and some snaps in Dallas Flowers, and then the rest are basically rookies. So when I go to training camp, that's when I want to see what I'm looking at, all right, during team activities. That's where I'm going to be getting an eye. That's when I'm going to know where the depth is. I was talking about that earlier. Uh, I think we do need to sign a guy. I just, what kind of quality? Is it just going to be a vet for there just to be a vet, uh, to have veteran leadership? Because if that's the case, we got Kenny Moore. We don't need vet leadership at the cornerback room because we have Kenny Moore sitting there. He's a veteran leader. All right. Um, if we're going to sign someone, it's going to be because we need the help. And you ain't going to know we need the help until they start playing and team activities. That's my thought. Uh, um. Uh, okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a half an hour. That's about a general episode for Believe in Colts. So I appreciate all of you. Thanks for coming in. 
Don't forget to smash the like button and share this to your favorite social media. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're going to be listening to this later on uh, whatever audio site that you listen to, uh, make sure you share that and download and, and, and all that neat stuff. Leave a comment. If you're listening to this on iTunes, drop a rating and a comment about the show. I would really appreciate it. And until next time, I'm Lawrence Owen for Believe in Colts, brought to you by Bet Online. And as usual, go Colts. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.